Phoebe, and welcome back to another episode of the Talent Talk podcast. We are your hosts, Alexa Riley and Geneva Tovar. And as I alluded to in a previous episode of the Talent Talk, today we will be t- reading out your CB horror stories. Now, these stories range from embarrassing to just downright terrifying. So strap in, Falcons, and get ready to enjoy a spooky episode of the Talent Talk. We're going to be starting off with Kathleen Kuzmich, who shares her terrifyingly embarrassing story. Okay. I was at the senior tailgate before our senior night football game, and I I was drinking a a lovely Pamplemouse LaCroix. And I went over to my friends who were talking to our our teacher, Mr. Anderson, and he was doing his little dance. So he puts his hands in the air, and like he like moves his hands. (laughs) And then I went up behind him, and I was copying his dance, but I had just taken a sip of my LaCroix, okay? And then, because his dance is just so silly, okay? I started laughing. And when I laughed, I accidentally spit LaCroix onto his arm. And and what did Anderson say in response to this? (laughs) I was just standing there and I started like laughing really hard because I was so embarrassed. And my friends were all around and they like didn't really notice what happened. So I started laughing and like covering my face with my hands. And he looks at me and he goes, like looking at his arm, he goes, did you just spit LaCroix on me? And I was, <laughs> I was just laughing. So I was like, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I said that maybe 10 times because I was like, that's disgusting. He was like, that's so gross. So I felt bad. But like, I had just taken a sip. It wasn't like gross. You know what I mean? It was just LaCroix. It wasn't, it wasn't spit. That's very true. Thank you so much, Kathleen. Of course. All right, for our next story, we have Mr. Eckle, who shares his absolutely terrifying story. That's Mr. Eckle with a freckle. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Mr. Eckle, let's hear it. With a freckle? All right, it was just a typical day in AP physics, all right? Everything seemed like it was going good. I need to make copies, so I asked the class to be good. I left my keys in the classroom. I went down to the copy room, and I'm making copies. When I come back, there's nobody in my classroom. So then the kids come back in my classroom and we start teaching physics. And all of a sudden over the intercom, I hear, would the person please remove the Volkswagen that is in the cafeteria? So I walk over to the cafeteria and the doors are wide open, the two wide doors there. And inside on the far wall is the Volkswagen poked into the corner with chairs all around it. And so then I moved the chairs and tried to get it out, but then I had to go back to my class and get the kids to help me lift it, to turn it around, and then push it out the door. It was horrifying. And at the time, I went and asked the the principal, uh, who was Rudy, I said, uh, well, the kids took my Volkswagen. He says, well, that's not a bad senior prank. At least they're not doing anything worse. I was mortified. Thank you, Mr. Eckle. That was absolutely horrible. Who had a freckle? Who, ha- who had a little Eckle? <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Eckle. All right, CB. Now you're going to hear us share our own terrifying stories. So I was at this ramen restaurant in San Francisco with friends, and you know I was just telling a story. And you know when I do that, sometimes I move my hands. But when I was moving my hands, there was a cup of water next to me. And while I was moving my hands and talking, I knocked the water over onto a couple sitting next to me, drinking their raw, or not drinking, just like eating and, you know, 
just enjoying their meal and it got all over their slides and it was so bad that they left the restaurant immediately after I had spilled water all over their shoes. Oh my gosh, did they say anything to you? No, they just got up and left. <laughs> and, the, and it was embarrassing. It literally the most embarrassing moment of my entire life. It sounds like fun. It's not. It wasn't fun. <laughs> it's not. Okay, I'm gonna go next. So my freshman year at CB, I was hit by three doors on my first day. Three? Yeah, three doors on my first day. So one was in the 400s, the second was in like the KBFT door. That one hurts really bad. Don't get hit with the KBFT door. And I can't really remember where the third one was, but I do distinctly remember thinking like, oh, there's no way I can get hit by another door today. And then before the end of the day, I got hit by a third door. Oh my God. Not one, not two, but three, three. doors. Yeah. It was monumental. It was great. How embarrassing. It was an experience. All right, guys. Next up, we have Drew de Guzman, Falcon Force member, a captain of the varsity volleyball team. Welcome, Drew. Ah, thank you. <laughs> All right, so we hear you have a, a bloody story. To yeah, tell. a horror story if I've ever heard one. So um, I've been playing volleyball since I was really, really young. I think this is like my 10th year playing, and at one of my club tournaments, when I was like really starting to get competitive, um, we were playing against this really really good team. And one of the girls, like her, her parents were Russian because her parents were screaming at her in Russian, and they were so intense and they were really scary. And we were going after this one ball, and my libero like accidentally punched me in the face, and <laughs> I had braces, so my lips got stuck to my braces, and my dad had to like sit on the sidelines and like peel my lip off of my braces, and it was all cut up and bloody, and then I had a bloody nose. <laughs> Um, but our other setter had an injury. Her ankle was hurt, so she couldn't play, and I wasn't gonna just stop. So my mom gave me a tampon, and she stuck the tampon up my nose, and there was like a little string hangling, hanging out of my nose, and she's like, okay, Drew, get back out there. And I did, and I went out and I played with a tampon hanging out of my nose. And we still lost, but it was memorable. It's dedication. <laughs> it is. The million dollar question. Mm -hmm. Did the tampon expand? No, it didn't. It just, the tip of it soaked up. <laughs> but there was actually like a good like, like centimeter or like half inch of tampon sticking out of my, cause my nose isn't that deep. <laughs> so there was like part of a tampon and a string hanging out of it. So like the tip of it got like soaked up all the blood, but it didn't expand, no. And what happened after that? Didn't you say you, you got a concussion? Oh, yeah. I had a concussion <laughs> when, from when she hit me. It was, it was a minor concussion. I've gotten a couple of those. It's just my, my bell was rung, and I still played. It was fine. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, since then, I get a lot of bloody noses in general, like, without being hit in the face. So um, in my volleyball bag, I actually have cut-up tampons that are, like, sized to my nose. <laughs> And they have like a little rubber band on them because like since they're cut up, they'll expand if I just yeah. leave them in there. So I, if I get a bloody nose, I can just like stick one up my nose and there's no like string hanging out of my nose yeah. now. How do you go about measuring them? Like do you like- I, I had to stay, I stuck one up my nose and I took a Sharpie and I like drew a line on it and then I just cut them all to that same size. Tips guys. Yeah. Pros for athletes. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I mean that's my go-to now. 
right? Thank you, Drew. Of course. That was, that was amazing. <laughs> of course. I'll stick a tampon at my nose next time I get a yeah. bloody nose. It really, it helps stop the blood flow, clog the blood. <laughs> it helps, I swear. Do it. I bleed blue. <laughs> I, I do bleed blue all the way through. <laughs> Thank you, Drew. Of course. Next, we will be reading the CB Kindness Anonymous Story Submission. Okay, so this person says, One time, me and my friends were camping at a lake, and so we set up our sleeping bags next to each other and hung out around the fire for a while. We roasted marshmallows, shared hot cocoa, and at some point, I got tired, so I went to my tent to sleep. The imagery in this story is just so good. Yeah, Miss Cassetta would approve. <laughs> she would, she would. So would Anderson. I woke up to this weird noise that sounded like a dinosaur, but I just assumed it was one of my friends. It happened again, and I heard rustling near our tent, so I got up to see who it was, but it was so dark, and I could barely see my hand in front of my face, so I ignored it and went back to sleep. Okay. Then I heard it again, and it was louder, and I saw something poke my tent. I was really annoyed with whoever was trying to prank me, because that's a common thing with my friend group. I unzipped my tent and shined my flashlight around, but there was nothing, and usually that would have been fine. But my heart dropped when I looked in my friend's tent and they were all there, asleep. I went back to my tent and tried to sleep again. A few more hours went by and I heard footsteps and saw a shadow outside my tent again, but this time it was around eight feet tall. No, I would have been out. Like, the first one, I would have been, like, in the car sleeping. I swear, I almost screamed. It was the most terrifying experience ever. I left and at some point in the night, I fell asleep. What? That's like a That's clip scary. Hangary. Wait, I th there, isn't, there isn't thread. There isn't more to the story. CB wow. kindness part two question mark. CB question kindness, mark. Whoever, whoever you are, if you're listening to this, part two. Are you Radio Rebel? <laughs> <laughs> I need more. What is this? Eight feet tall. What the heck? Eight Big feet foot? tall, guys. I'm I'm looking at the submission again, and let's see if there's anything else. There is it. more. Wait. No. There is more. There is oh, more. Okay, okay. Okay. Also, in the morning, I found out it was a big bear that had wandered in and wanted food and stood up on its hind legs in front of my tent. What? A bear was poking their tent? <laughs> you were the food, babe. I had to break it to you. <laughs> That's so That's scary. scary. No, like, imagine just, like, a bear just staring at in your tent and poking it. Okay, well, now that the story's ruined, we thought we were gonna, like, be like, oh, it's Bigfoot, and then just leave it there. But now we know it's a bear. Janina's <laughs> not satisfied. She doesn't like the part two, guys. <laughs> I'm pretending I did not listen to that part I two. Edit, edit this part out, okay? <laughs> just take it out. Okay, we're gonna read um, some more of our other anonymous story submissions. So, these are, like, short little one-sentence one. I once accidentally pantsed a girl during cheer. Oh, that happened to, uh, <laughs> that happened I, to you? <laughs> well, this kid, like, in middle school, you would wear, like, your PE shorts out under your sweats in case you got yeah. hot, right? Middle school. And, and my friend, he was like, Drew, like, I'm going to hold my shorts up, and I want you to pants me in front of all the girls. It'll be so funny. And then he didn't pull, he didn't hold his shorts up hard enough, and I just pantsed him in front of all of the girls in no the class. Way. Yeah, so no. I feel for her. Why was pantsing such a thing in middle school? I don't know. <laughs> it's because we're immature. <laughs> right. But like during cheer, I feel like it would be so much worse. Like, yeah. Because <laughs> oh. you're what, wearing spandex? And, like, yeah. Nothing? I don't What's know. Worse? Like, do some of them not wear spandex? I don't know. I'm not a cheerleader. I wouldn't Me know. Me neither. I just admire from afar. Right. I enjoy their, their dances. Anyway, okay. Let's see. The next one. 
I thought chickens and roosters were two different birds until a teacher told me otherwise. I'm still shocked. <laughs> guys, guys, roosters are the male <laughs> versions of chickens and hens are the female ones. I love that I'm still shocked. <laughs> this is this is a, a, a moving like information. It's really it's not deep. a horror story. <laughs> it's a chicken. I don't know. I'm scared. I guess that is pretty embarrassing. <laughs> Maybe not. Scary. I mean, consider me shocked. <laughs> That's true. Another one. Okay. During anatomy this year, Doctor Iliff said it was AP, and I freaked out. He was joking. <laughs> I mean, yeah, he's got a he's got a I sense guess, of humor. I on guess that, that is scary. Yeah, that man's got a sense of humor. He's he is. Scaring all he's of a us. comedian. He's really good. Oh yeah. Okay, so for our next story, we actually have a witness to it. Drew, you you saw this happen. I did. So Lindsay says, "I accidentally squirted Mr. Hood with hand sanitizer. I cried after. What happened? Yeah. So Mr. Hood had this bottle of hand sanitizer in his room." And I don't know if the hand sanitizer was just really liquidy or if it was a faulty like bottle, but like when you went to press down on it, it like shot straight out and not like down into your hand. And so Lindsay, being the enthusiastic person <laughs> that Lindsay is, um, goes in and you know is trying to start a conversation with Mr. Hood and you know tell him how her day was and like how was his day, and she like aggressively pumps hand sanitizer and it just goes all over him. And her face drops. And she's like, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. And she like immediately feels bad. And Lindsay did in fact cry and walk away. And I think it ruined Lindsay's entire day. <laughs> she's a beautiful person, guys. Yeah. Sorry, Lindsay. We love you. <laughs> okay, guys. So we're going to shift our focus to pranks. So this one was a prank on Mr. Schumann led by Mrs. Powers for his birthday. So they got a bunch of little like Dixie mouthwash cups. They filled them up with water and then spread them across his entire classroom. So he couldn't even step foot in his classroom without like knocking over every single Dixie cup and like spilling water across the entire one. So he had to go around and pick up each cup individually and dump them out so he could get to his classroom without having to mop everything up. <laughs> I think that's really funny. I mean, it's intelligent. We've seen the cups done, but filling them with water too. You can't just you can't just kick them over and that's put true. them in a pile. That's true. I feel like this is like a harmless prank, you know? The best Not pranks like, are. Yeah, the, the best pranks are harmless pranks, unlike this one that we're about to talk about. You may be wondering why there's no longer any senior pranks. Well, we'll tell you why. The class of 97. Okay, some of you guys know about this story because your teachers have told you, but others are totally oblivious. So we're going to tell you about the last senior prank that ever happened and Facts why it was atrocious. Mm -hmm. So class of 97. One of the kids was a math teacher's son, I believe. I believe he was a, I believe he was a math teacher's son. Could have been someone else. So he got the keys to every teacher's classroom. Uh-oh. Yeah. That's already a bad sign. Right. <laughs> he got the the keys to every teacher's classroom and then some other kids drove and got a cow. So they they bring this cow to CB and they put the cow upstairs. And if you don't know, Cows can go upstairs, but cows can't get downstairs. Yeah, so the cows are stuck upstairs. Yeah, this cow is just like chilling in the 400s. Yeah. Is it, was it one cow or was it more than one? 
We don't know. Some say it's three. Some say it's only one. But there was a cow. There was at least, <laughs> there was at least one cow, which in, it, in itself is a problem. Yeah. So what they did next was they bought a bunch of crickets and released them into all the classrooms because they had the keys to the classrooms. Mm-hmm. And then they let chickens loose so they could go and chase the crickets. <laughs> so the chickens were chasing the crickets all around the classrooms. So if you're wondering why there was a random chicken outside... Is that chicken a descendant of the 97 <laughs> oh my God. disaster? Oh, I don't my know. God. That, that's my theory, guys. I feel like the chicken is, like, the descendant. Is the oh. descendant of the ninth class of 97? Rest, rest in peace, the chicken in the theater. Mm-hmm. He died this past summer, I think. Oh, yeah. did he really? Yeah, they let... Okay, we're gonna, we're gonna take a little... <laughs> um, so the chicken that all of us know that was walking around last year, he got stuck in the theater... And then he couldn't get out, and he had no food, and he was there for a really long time, and then he passed away. Did they find the dead chicken? Well, I'm assuming that's how they knew it was dead in the theater. Oh, my God. I mean, I haven't seen that guy around for a while, so... I was going to say, tragic. Yeah. Oh, my God. There was a a fan page for him, too. Yeah, there was. I love that fan page. Can we make him, like, a memorial by the theater? Well, where are we going to find the chicken's body? No, like... You know how this is so screwed up. You know how if there's like a car accident and they make a memorial on the side of the road for them. So you're saying make one for the chicken by the theater. Yeah. <laughs> we could. Mm-hmm. I'll bring flowers. You say like descendant of '97. <laughs> so okay, back to back to the class of '97. Yeah. So they got a bunch of knives after they let the chickens loose, and they carved obscenities into the teachers' doors. God. Yeah. And then they got bleach, and they bleached class of 97 on the lawns. Yeah. (laughs) So here's what happened. I like the remnants after that. Oh, they also partied on the roof and left a bunch of trash up there. So so this is how how the cow got down. So they had to go and buy plywood and, like, put plywood planks all, like, going down from the 400 so that they could get the cow down from upstairs. It was terrible. No pranks after that. Oh, and a little side note. Before they completely destroyed the school, they broke into a room and uh, stole a bunch of teachers' um, desks and chairs. They found his house, and then they set up his classroom, like, on the outside, on the lawn of his house. So when he walked outside... I believe was Mr. English. It was Mr. It English, It was right? Mr. English. Yeah. So they wa- he walked outside, and he was just like, why is my entire classroom on my lawn? Class of 97, guys. Yeah. Well, I will say they might have taken it a bit too far. You have to give them points for creativity. Oh, it was very creative. I couldn't have come up with that. Who would buy a cow and put it upstairs? Or, like, there's just so many, there's so many steps. Like, doing a cow is one thing. Yeah. Doing the crickets is one thing. A chicken, a totally different thing. But then doing all of it, plus bleach, plus parties on the roof. Plus parties. Guys, they were partying in the pool on the roof. The pool on the roof. The pool on the roof. There's a pool on the roof? There is a pool pool on on the the roof. roof. You didn't know this, Geneva? No. Uh, On the roof of the gym. Yeah, but since it's up there, like, the sun is too hot or whatever, so it's really hard to clean, so they don't use it anymore. Nope. So the kids, they... It's like a health hazard. They went up there, like, with the the pool on the roof in class of 97, you know, they were still maintaining it. A lot of stuff is illegal now that was legal back then. (laughs) So they were clearly... They were partying on the roof, left trash everywhere, left the cow upstairs, left the chickens to chase the crickets. Did we have an infestation? Probably. Oh, for years to come after, I'm sure. And we're still seeing its effects today. I mean, look, we can't have cows at school anymore. 
We can't have crickets at school anymore. We have a descendant. And more importantly, we can't have senior pranks. And we we can't have senior pranks. That's a problem. It is a problem. And I say class of twenty three takes this right back. (laughs) In a in a very um not illegal way. Respectful manner. It's safe. Very legal. Yes. So that, that is your opinion, Drew, that we, we might be able to bring senior pranks back if they're not absolutely illegal and yeah, no, terrible. No, yeah. And kill chickens. No yeah. insects. Uh-huh. And they're like... No partying on the pool on the roof. No car Like Dixie cities. cups in a classroom. Ha, huh, that's funny. Yeah, that is funny. It's harmful. I mean, finding a teacher's address isn't that... It's not that good of an idea, but like, but like taking the desks and chairs out and setting up a classroom somewhere yeah. could like, like on, the, on lawn, the main lawn. Yeah, you know, it's not it's at local. his house. <laughs> Shh, guys, they can't know our next move. Oh yeah, sorry, okay. gotta keep them We're, guessing. We'll keep this planning for separate. Yeah, yeah. we have to be real. Okay. Let's just be real. I love that song. So, this was a story about like that that made it on the radio like the story was so like it was so sad it made it on the radio oh my God. so miss pearson she used to run like a school library and she would collect like stray cats and dogs and she would give them out to, to people so you would hear things on the intercom like hey if anyone needs a stray dog or a stray cat then you can bring like you can come and you can just like adopt the cat for free so this one teacher he adopts a kitten and it's a beautiful kitten i'm assuming right so and this kitten came about because a cat had gotten into the wall and had had like a full litter of kittens. So the science teacher took one home and he was cleaning up and threw like blankets onto the ground. And so when he was like walking around still cleaning, he stepped on the blanket and accidentally crushed the kitten's skull. Oh my God. And it was so sad and it, the story did eventually make it on the radio. I didn't know that. It was, no, I literally, when I think about this, it makes me want to cry. That's so sad. Yeah. Oh my god, was, are the CBA, the CB cats descendant of the crushed kitten? <laughs> the cru- it was a kitten. I know. I know, this, if anything, the CB cats are descendants of the rest of the litter that were not taken home by the science teacher. Yeah. Oh, that's so sad. I didn't know that story. Yeah, it, I have nothing to say for that. Right. Just tears. But on a happier note, guys, we have another prank for you. So there's one time when a principal went to Hawaii and a bunch of students turned his office into a beach. So they were like, you know what? We can bring Hawaii to Sacramento. Bless. So they, they put sand everywhere on the ground. They got, they got an umbrella. Like sand, it would be so hard to clean up. Yeah. If I saw sand on the ground, I would be so mad. Yeah. Every time you like go to the beach, there are sand in places you didn't know sand can go. Every right. single, every single time. Up your nose? Up your nose. What? In the, in the scalp, the hair. It's hard to get out. Yeah. So they had sand, umbrella, and a lawn chair. I hope they had like coconuts. That would have been fun. Mm-hmm. Imagine well, just a coconut falls on his head. Boop. Mini paradise. Yeah. Okay, guys, so that concludes our CB Horror Story Spooky Talent Talk episode. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Tune in next time for our next Talent Talk episode, which will be... We will be talking to Mr. Lordy about his fall recommendations and maybe about his experience with making music. You know, his band, you know, get some Alordi lore. (laughs) Alordi is so cool. He is so cool, guys. All right, thank you so much. I'm Alexa Riley. I'm Geneva Tovar. And we are the Talent Talk.